Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm Matthew. Robert Pendragon. Ma'akaka Gomer Ma'aka Atidila. And Cornucopius Key. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Shout out to Random Name Generator. We're done now. We've got the giggles oh, out the way. And now we're going to start talking about the NBA. Jared's gone. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you guys so much for Jared's continuing. Gone yeah. The playoff content. <laughs> What is happening here? Oh, jeez. I can't even pronounce that even if I try. All right. We, 35 seconds of giggles out the way. Let's move on to the NBA playoffs. The weekend is up. It is Monday here. And every series besides one is through four games. And a couple of disappointments here, especially for your native Bulls fan, Logan Key. Let's start with uh, that. My name's Cornucopius. I forgot about that. Cornucopius. I'm not even going to try and pronounce your name, Jared. I'm just going to give up. Um, um, what is the reaction from the Bulls early on through four games? Are you surprised by what you've seen? Disappointed? Walk me through it. Surprised? No, because they've sucked for the last two months. But disappointed, yes, because it seems like they're playing with no fight, especially after they go down like 10 to 20. Like, they... they I don't know. They just look like they're done. And, like, Vooch, like, on the stat sheet, his numbers have looked okay. But, like, oh, my God, he's such – I. they need to get rid of Vooch. We need a center, not someone who's going to start shooting threes eight times a game. And then – He can be a good power forward, though. Like, yes, I don't think you need to get Vooch, rid of him. That, Vooch, that, okay. You keep saying you need to get rid of him, at, but I, right. I, I disagree but Vooch, with you time Vooch and time is, again. Vooch is getting paid a ton of money. So we need to bring in a center that we can pay a lot of money because your center should not be around the perimeter half the time and then not being able to play defense. Like I, I'm going to counter you on that because that's as much as I love Jokic, that's pretty much what he does. The, but Jokic is okay, just a generational yeah. like. Jokic like is a generational playmaking player. and he scores better than Vucevic. But he, he plays does center, better. and he's not always in the paint, and he's not a paint mm. threat. I know, but you know the difference. I know his team's. Yeah. I know yeah. his team's playing really good right now. I know, but I just <laughs> want. I want to. That's my point, though. I want to bring this up. They have a really good power forward that can play good interior. They don't have a really good power forward. They have power forwards that can play good interior defense and make up for the defensive lackings of a center. Like they have Jermichael Green, they have Jeff Green, they have both Jay Greens. They, they have, have Aaron Boogie. Gordon. They have DeMarcus Cousins, which they play with Jokic sometimes, not very often, but often enough for it to be a threat. Your power forward is six foot four, Javante Green. So yeah. there's no interior threat. If you put, let's you can keep Vucevic at the four or five. Bring a dynamic threat power forward that can bring your game defensively to the next level, and then you're already in a better spot than you were before. Look at the Warriors. Their tallest player on roster right now. Is six foot eight, Kevon Looney. Well, they don't have anybody on the roster started, taller than him. He started the game, played like five minutes, and then got subbed out. Except for Otto Porter. Yeah. Well, guess what? Vooch played thirty-eight minutes. How many rebounds? Ten. How many points? Eleven on thirty-five percent. One of six from three. Why is Vooch taking six threes? Because that's what he does. Okay. But that's not what we need. Mm. How many like, of those threes did he you, make? Just one. Just one because, exactly. Just because it's not what you need doesn't mean it's not what he does. You know what I mean? Like, that's his game. No, yes, it may not fit. Why, yeah. why, why is he, yes, not not why is he playing team. that way when he's making one of six? 
because it, he's Nikola Vucevic and he shoots his shot. I don't know. Like, he, again. Like, at some point, I, like, I, I know I know nothing about basketball, but at some point you have to realize that if you're not making it, you should not be doing it. Earlier on in the series, he's been good at that, though. That's the other point I'm trying to bring well, up. What this game was bad. I watched, I watched game Wait. one, and he was like, I don't know. I don't even remember what he was he for did, game He one. was horrible from the field, but he dominated the game. Okay, the other – throw Vooch's offensive game outside or off the – Table for a minute? All right, yeah, yeah. sure. I don't know what I'm saying. But, You're good. Um, like, defensively, he's no help. Like, Agreed. The, the closest yeah. thing he's done to play defense against the Bucks is attempt to draw charges from Giannis, which works once in every, like, ten tri- times he tries to do it. And the other times he looks like a baby – and just falls to the ground whenever Giannis drives. He drew one. That was awesome. But then the rest of the time when he tries to draw a charge and he falls down, it's like Giannis just stands there and dunks. Like, (laughs) it's like... Yeah, but how much of that is going to change? Like, it's Giannis. He does that to everybody. Okay, but you need... If you're going to win a playoff series against a lot of these players, Durant would do something similar. No, Tatum, same thing. Dirk Fraud would not do that. Tatum, maybe. (laughs) <laughs> Tell me where I'm wrong there. We'll get there. Um, I'm with you. I'm kind of playing devil's advocate just to make a, a solid conversation mm. here. I know you don't like Vucevic, which is interesting. To I, me. We really need well, – because Vuce is a scoring center, which isn't what we need at this point. We need a defensive You need rebounding. Bam Adebayo. We, who's never leaving yeah. Miami. <laughs> but, you know. Yeah, we, we need a Bam Adebayo type who's going to average like 13 a game or something like that, but he's going to rebound 13 boards a game too and have two blocks and play great – Interior defense. You need Alperen Sengun. Yes, yes <laughs> oh. we do. No, no, you don't. Kobe White also sucked really bad yeah, yesterday too. Kobe White has sucked the entire Co- series. No, yeah. no, he he had one good game. I think it was game one. He brought us back in the third quarter. Him and Vooch. And other uh-huh. than the third quarter of game one, neither one has been good in my opinion. Like Kobe in the, f- I think he got checked in, and it was like two or three straight turnovers to Grayson Allen. Who didn't miss yesterday. Yeah, I actually hate Grayson Allen. I think we all do. Trouble on the horizon for the Bulls. Likely going to go out at 5-0 and 5. You never know. Something no, can change. Bulls in 7. But not looking good for Chicago. I want to switch gears before we move to more of the interesting stories. Let's get the big one out of the way. Headset warning. Ben Simmons sucks! All right, I had to get that out there. Um, He's a fraud. He's a joke of a human being. He shouldn't be playing basketball anymore because clearly not what he wants to do. Go out and do something else. That's all I have to say about Simmons. I think it's pathetic that he's not going to play for I this team. I feel bad for all the teammates he's ever I, had. I, Stephen A., I don't yeah. like it a whole lot anymore. His take yesterday was absolutely excellent on Ben Simmons. Imagine being KD, trying to bring something that will bring the team together, and the only thing it does is tear it apart. And... Uh, he failed them. Kevin Durant has kind of failed them in this series as well. Celtics are up 3-0. Nobody expected this except for maybe Matt Meyer. Nobody expected this entering the series. And uh, they have looked like, tell me if I'm wrong, they've looked like the best team in the East through this yeah. stretch so far. They look like a team to beat in the East. I, mean, uh, I would say when the Bucks are playing their best basketball, they look better. The Heat playing their best basketball been good, I'm, too. Yeah. I'm, very ex- yeah. I'm very excited for the next few weeks of Eastern Conference basketball. There's going to be two very great series. Probably Heat, Sixers, and then... Heat, Sixers. Bucks, Celtics. Yeah. And Bucks, Celtics. It's looking I pretty obvious from I there, yeah. Oh, really? You think pretty obvious? I think, well, from the... No, I'm saying like those from right, four. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, after that, like, I think it's a toss-up. A great... Nah, I, Heat are definitely going to get... 
the advantage for me. And we'll get there. I'll explain oh, that in a second. Oh, wow. I uh, thought you were going to say the opposite. I thought no. you were going to say the heat. Like, <clears throat> I'm going to get I'm wow. gonna get there. I'll get there. Um, but yeah, real no, quick, what crazy. is wrong with Brooklyn? You know how, what I think. I As much as I love to joke about Ben Simmons, I hate him. So, Logan and Jared, I want to get to you. And then, Derek, if you have something else, please feel well, free to chime to, in. About right. Ben Simmons. Ready? I don't know. I mean, I'll tell you what's wrong with okay. Brooklyn. Ubuntu. Yeah, you got to be a team. Yeah. You're, you're not yeah. Kevin Durant and yeah. Kyrie like can only do so much. Like Durant, yes, he's had a poor series to this point. Like it's not like he's dropping zero. Like he had like 16 the other day. And like the Celtics defense, like people are calling it generational. And like if you're only focused on Kevin Durant and Kyrie, like did, who else is playing for that team right now? Like, Bruce you, Brown put up like 30. Right, because everyone's focused yeah. on K. Because you're focused on shutting down KD. Mm-hmm. Like, I want I want to take a, a pause on that real quick because Kevin Durant has not been really doubled this series. Uh, not really. There have been sometimes. Tatum is locking his ass. Tatum like is, I, yeah. Tatum is playing unbelievable defense. You're seeing that new level of Jason Tatum right now. You are seeing him mold into that superstar. And uh, I said a couple weeks ago I would never put Tatum on the same level as KD, and I have to retract. The way he's been playing this series and the way Durant's been playing, I've been proven wrong. Tatum's ready. He's ready for the big stage. This team's got everything they need to win a championship right here, right now. If if you look at Tatum and Durant's stats and compare them for the last three years, Durant has the edge pretty much everywhere, but it's close. And, and he's nine years older than Tatum. And, and Tatum's played double the games. Yeah. So mm-hmm. And like if you look, like it's getting closer. So I think... I give it one, maybe two more years of Durant being like consensus better than Tatum, and then at some point, everyone's got to give it and be like, okay, Durant's like, like in two years, he'll be like what, thirty-five. And I Tatum's think this be playoff series right here might already change that. Uh, I do. I believe this play, not this playoff series, this this whole playoffs. I think it changed that. Depends on how he plays. He's been playing really well yeah. against Brooklyn. And Depends how far Tatum goes. If he has, like, if Tatum has a legacy run here like Durant had with OKC back in the day, then I think there's definitely a conversation to be had. The issue with the Celtics and the reason why, as much as I think they're the team to beat in the East, I think they're going to struggle. There is nobody there that can guard Giannis. I'm sorry. There's nobody on that team that's got the the body or the physicality. That's where I completely disagree. Really? I'm interested to know who you think of. Can. Well, you're talking about how Tatum's locking up Yana or Tatum's, KD. Yeah, right. They're two different players, though. I, KD's I, a perimeter-oriented player. Giannis is just going to jump over him. Right, but the Celtics have a historic defense right now. Yeah, and I think they're gonna. They don't need to put one guy on him. They can trap him when he goes to the paint, and like you don't. Robert Williams got to get up there too. And uh, like uh, you, you don't need to guard him on the perimeter. He's shot like one for twelve. In and the, you put Al Horford on him, it's over. He's scoring seventy. So. Mm. They, they just got to know how to play it right now. Their defense has been great. And shout-out to Ime Adoka, the coach of the Celtics. In his first year, he has really built a great system. Maybe Brad Stevens was the problem all along. All right. Jared, let's get to your heat because I've actually – for a one seed, I love Miami. I, I, I love this team. I want to know what you see think. I see some very good positive stuff and also a couple things that I think need improvement. One, I think Jimmy Butler's offense has been absolutely incredible. I've never really seen him – Except for maybe the 2019 finals play. 2020. Sorry, yeah. 2020 finals play offense like this. But I think Bam Adebayo needs to get more involved. He just doesn't look comfortable. 
right now, and I'm not sure why. Like most of the time, he has John Collins on him or Onyeka Okongwu, and I think those are two people he could easily bully in the paint. And he has, I mean, he's played good defense, but he hasn't like like been incredible. So I think, especially if they're gonna play the Sixers in the next round, Bam and Abayo has to be better. And what I'm gonna be say about the Hawks is. For the Hawks to have won the series, Trey Young would have had to be the best player on the court in every game, and he's been absolutely terrible. Like he, his shot selection is awful. He's turning the ball over. I think he had ten turnovers in game two or three, and yeah, he just can't get through the Heat defense. So you see what he said yesterday mm-hmm. in his press conference. Mm-mm. Uh, he said this is the most consistently and most impressively he's ever been guarded since his high school career. And it's been difficult Who, for Trey? him. Yeah, that's what he said yesterday. And he said it's been difficult to adjust to such powerful defense. And the people and on right. him, the people on him most of the time are before Kyle Lowry went out, he was on him. But most of the time, it's PJ Tucker or Gabe Vincent. So they've been doing an incredible job guarding him. This is so. what I've been saying, and this is what my brother still doesn't understand. The Heat are not flashy. They're not a flashy team. You look mm-hmm. at there, and they're like they're a one seed. They don't win because of their offense, as good as Jimmy Butler is. Mm-hmm. They win because of their defense. Absolutely. Defense wins championships yeah. at the end of the day. I think they beat the Sixers. And as much as even maybe you doubt that, Jared, I'll tell you one reason and one reason why. They have not stayed committed to defense in any of their series and any of their games so far. Harden is getting better at defense and has <laughs> been better, but he's not good on defense. We know this. Tobias Harris is just a defensive liability of all kinds. Joel Embiid is a damn good defender, but that's, well, not perimeter-wise. We've seen the kick. Um, this team is not built defensively, especially without, I'm not I'm not doing the, the thing, but Ben Simmons. This team is not built defensively without him. Um, I think the Heat win this series. I think, uh, assuming they both advance, they're up 3-1. I'm not really seeing mm-hmm. a comeback from the Raptors. Definitely not the Raptors. I'm not seeing it. So, this would be a damn good series. I think it's close, but the Heat have that edge. They're a one seed. They've been in this situation before. They have players who have proven they can ball out in the biggest moments. I'm excited for the East. Logan I said think this it, is, the East is going to be I awesome I think this is Jimmy Butler's revenge series against his hated teammates. Agreed. So. I'm excited. I, I can't wait for that one. That one's going to be good. All right. There's definitely going to be some, some chit-chat throughout that series. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think on this podcast we haven't given enough press to possibly the – how do I phrase this? The best series, or the ugliest best series we've seen in years, with the Jazz and the Mavericks. Oh, I, I was just no. about to switch to the Western Conference. But okay, watching that series is so boring. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. I, it's yeah. so I, boring. I have no interest in watching that series at all. But it's 2-2, and they've played what? How many close games? One, two, three close games, and then the one I'm considering not a close game was an eight-point game. Like... All of these games have been within double digit or single within digits. Double digit, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, and like, I still don't want to watch this series. <laughs> it's because it's not a good series. It's mm-hmm. ugly basketball. Yeah. It's not the fact that these two teams are both playing good. They're both playing bad. Nobody wants to <laughs> win. Have you seen them play? Yeah. Like Jalen Brunson is carrying Dallas right now. <laughs> Luca played well in his first game back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Utah, hey, Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell finally learned how to get along. But no one cares about their relationship yeah, you, status. You, I care about if you're going to win games. You don't watch the Jazz to watch Rudy Gobert. Who do you un- watch the Jazz for then? Jordan <laughs> Donovan, Clarkson. Donovan Mitchell? Okay, I mean, 
Gobert. Don Donovan Mitchell's going to be gone after this year. Uh, other way around. I think it's Gobert. But you what? dropped Gobert 25 years ago <laughs> into the NBA, and he's a three-time MVP, and he's on the level of David Robinson. I'm not even joking. Like, he's that good of a big man, but because of the way the game has changed, he needs to develop his game differently, and he just hasn't done that. So, either way, I, I'm going to be blatantly honest with you. I don't want to talk about the Jazz Me and Mavericks. Like, I've seen what I need to see. It's a boring series. Neither team is playing well offensively, and it's going to be a grudge match of who can survive. But the series I do want to talk about is the team that one of, is the team that one of them would play if they win. That's the Suns and the Pelicans, because I have a very, very... What are the Suns doing? No Devin Booker? No Devin Booker. I know, but no. still, they're still the Suns, like... They're still the Pelicans. The and Pelicans, I, since they got C.J. McCollum, have played very good basketball. This is not a typical eight seed, and this is especially not a typical eight seed, but 36 wins. But I'm going to tell you something right now. I think the Pelicans have a very, very, very good chance of winning this series, and everybody has written them off the tables. I think they have all the momentum in this series right now. They have played as the better team all series long. Through four games, there's not been one game to look at and go, oh, God, they're going to get destroyed. They've played hard in every game so far in this series. They've come back from every deficit. At one point yesterday, they were down eight right before half. They got it to two. Then they won by 15. This team is winning in seven games. I think I think the Suns need to figure out what is going wrong and need to figure it out fast. Because C.J. McCollum, Brandon Ingram, and Jose Alvarado, and that's not even a joke. No, like he's actually been playing really well. Mm. They are deadly, and I think they can win. I, I really believe that. I think they can definitely beat the Suns, and Phoenix has to wake up. We interrupt this podcast, which is brought to you by the Wheeling Park District. Are you looking for a summer job? Look no further as Wheeling Park District is now hiring lifeguards. The minimum age for lifeguards is 15 years of age. Applicants who are under 16 years of age must provide a valid work permit by the first day of work. No prior experience or training is required. Wheeling Park District will train and certify all lifeguards in their internal lifeguard training program. The Family Aquatic Center season is open May 28th through mid-August daily from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Hours are Sunday through Saturday with a combination of the daytime, afternoon, and evening, weekday, and weekend hours. Shifts will vary depending on availability. Typically, staff receive 10 to 35 hours a week. The hourly rate will be $12.50 an hour and up depending on experience. You also will receive the benefit of an individual outdoor pool membership or individual health and fitness membership during your employment period. You can apply now at wheelingparkdistrict.com. Yeah. After we get done talking about the West, I think it would be fun to go through what hoopshype.com has as the top 15 free agents for this upcoming summer. I would like to do that. All right. If, if they're staying or leaving. I would like to do that as well. Um, any thoughts quickly on Phoenix and New Orleans, or do we want to move on uh, to you, another one? I thought you covered it pretty well. All right. This is kind of the other good one, and this is the series I've, besides Suns Pelicans, because that's the series I want to watch the most. This is number two. Memphis and Minnesota is a damn good series, man. I, sure. I, I, I'm loving this series. What is it series. right now? Is it 2-2? Two, two, two. Two. Yeah. And it should be 3-1. Like mm -hmm. Minnesota should be up 3-1 in this series, and they're not. So Minnesota, just like I said about New Orleans, they've played as the better team in this series. They've been the better team all series long, and they've played to their strengths. So I ask this question. Do we believe that the, both of the top two seeds are in true danger of getting eliminated in the Western Conference? Yes. Mm -hmm, for sure. I think, honestly, I think the Grizzlies more likely than the Suns. To lose or win? 
to lose. Okay. And I'll, I'll tell you what, too. I think the Dallas is the three, right? Nope, Dallas is the four. <clears throat> Golden State's the three, buddy. Are we sh- yeah. yeah. I am okay. 800% okay. No, you, no, you're, you're right, you're right, you're right. I think the four might go down, too. Which, I mean, isn't, like, crazy or anything. Mm-hmm. I think Utah's the better team. <laughs> but, but, yeah. but, but you could have one, two, and four go down. Nah, Utah find a way to choke in seven. They would. That would so. be good. Because then maybe the Bulls could swindle Rudy Gobert. Swindle. <laughs> swindle. Um, here's the thing about Memphis that scares me. And I think I said it before the series started, too. No experience. None. Okay, but neither does Minnesota. Agreed, but there are players on Minnesota that have been there. Like Patrick Beverly. Like Patrick Beverly. He's and? been that D'Angelo Russell to a certain extent, but not much. Um, really not much, actually, but it doesn't matter. I, I think that Cat's been there, too. They put up a fight against Houston a couple years ago. Um, I think there's something to be said about what Minnesota's doing. They're playing harder than any of the other 15 teams in the playoffs are, are playing. They are playing with a chip on their shoulder, and they're trying to prove that they belong as one of the best teams in the West. Yep. They have something to prove. While Memphis, I don't think, has anything to prove, and they're not playing like the better team. And uh, I had Minnesota in seven for a reason, and I'm expecting this to be a great series. And I still think if I had to pick, I would say Memphis has a better chance of winning this series than I think Phoenix does. I'm, I'm, I'm really serious about that. I think Memphis will we'll find a way. Um... But they should be scared because Golden State is uh, not a friendly second opponent. Um, I hate the Warriors. Me too. So I don't really want to talk about them, and mainly because I have the most obnoxious brother. Love you, Christopher. Sorry. Um, I can't stand him. Yeah, I can't stand your brother either. <laughs> That's not what I said. Um, Golden State, if they keep playing the way they're playing, is winning the NBA Finals. Straight up, it's that simple. They're the team to beat, but they have to keep playing the way they're playing in order to prove to me that they deserve that title. And they've found ways to choke before. The the only thing I have to say to that statement is the fact that, like, obviously, yes, Jokic is insane, but there's not much else on Denver right now. You forgot about Nishan Highland? and, And it's fine. Like, obviously, Jokic can carry a team if needed, but they're not stopping Jokic. Like, they're winning games, Golden State, sure. And, like, I think they are a very good team. They could win the finals. I'm not, like, doubting that. However, like, outside of Jokic, you have to play average defense on the rest of Denver. And you're okay. And they're not playing good defense on Jokic. So what happens when you play Phoenix? And, like, if if it got to that, you play Phoenix, and now you have to worry about I'm gonna Booker be, and Aiton and a bunch of solid offensive players. I'm going to be completely honest. Watching the Warriors Nuggets series, I don't even think the Warriors are trying. Like, I mean, they're trying, but I don't even think they're trying. Right. I don't think this is 100% full effort. Yeah, but I don't think so either. So I think once they play a team that's up like as good as them, they're going to... Yeah, they're they, definitely going to turn it they, on. They could very well win the series, but... Or, yeah, obviously they're going to win the series, They could very well win the championship, but I don't, I think people are overhyping them a little bit. Agreed. Because this Nuggets team, I think, is the worst team in the West right now. I think they're worse than Minnesota. I think they're worse than I think Dallas and Utah would like to argue <laughs> oh, that. Oh, that is true. <laughs> Dallas um, and Utah are two worst four, teams. Four through <laughs> six is terrible. Dallas, Utah, Denver. Okay, but let me be real. 
New Orleans isn't good either, okay? <laughs> like, I, I love them, but they're not good. They're the worst team here still. I, there's no questioning that. I think they've got a good Are matchup. They, yes. Like Brandon Ingram, CJ McCollum, Valanchunas, and Devontae Graham. I always forget Valanchunas is on this roster. I like, always forget he exists. And then they have good role play. Like, Larry Nance was balling the other day. Jose Alvarado Larry was Nance obviously won good. them the second game. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, like They always have somebody that could come in and play well. I, I still I said I know I said New Orleans at seven, but I don't know how much full confidence I have in that statement. There's, I think New Orleans can can win, just like I think Memphis can win too. Well, sorry, other way around. Just like I think Minnesota can win too, but it's going to be I think a really difficult competition for New Orleans to survive and thrive in this series. All right, you said you had an article about the top fifteen free agents. I kind of want to get to that because I'm interested in that, and we okay. got some time to cover that. Number one, Zach Levine. Yeah, but he's not going to leave, is he? I think Zach Levine's staying. He's staying. No. I don't think there's any point for him to leave unless there's really media issue. Media issue. Right. Well, I mean, no, seriously. Team yeah, issues. Yeah, yeah. Team issues, issues. Yeah. Well, what team would pay him more, do you think? Like, does any team really? Right, no. The Minnesota didn't want to trade him in the first place. I'd be interested, and they have a ton of cap space. I'd be interested to but see they if they would go back for him They don't again. need him because they have mm-hmm. D'Lo, Anthony Edwards, Malik Beasley. There's D'Lo plays the one. Zach plays the two. Ant plays the three. Cat plays the five. And Jared Vanderbilt <laughs> plays the four. I mean, it's a good roster. Yeah, but I don't think it's I don't know. Roster. I just don't, I don't think, think Zach do Levine. Would Their starting shooting guard is Malik Beasley. It's their weakest spot right now. Yeah, he can um, fit, and he's been in the system, so he knows what's happening. Okay, number two, James Harden. Yeah, he's staying. And uh, mm. sure, yeah, I, I don't have a strong yeah. enough opinion either way. If he doesn't stay, that is a very interesting story. It's, it's James Harden. You, you never know. like maybe. Oh, yeah, sure. Go yeah. join LeBron. No one cares. Yeah. Same thing with number three, Kyrie. Who knows? I think he probably There's stays. no way he leaves either. I'm thinking the top three are all solidified. I want to be surprised at. if like, James Harden just goes to whichever team wins the championship. Yeah. <laughs> if they want him. Yeah. Like, let's say the Suns win the championship. They're not going to pick up James Harden. They're like, <laughs> James Harden, I want to go to Phoenix. <laughs> no, nah, I'm good. We got Devin Booker. Here. We'll pass. I knew you have a good one, though. Here is number four, Bradley Beal. He's gone. <laughs> Bye. He better be gone. <laughs> See you later. Right. Yeah. But where, where do we think he's going to sign? Bradley Beal is going to go. He has been a Washington Wizard for so long. The pain of him being on a team that sucks so much ass is done. He is going to go on a team where he knows he can win and win now. He's going to go to a contender, a team that needs a shooting guard. Ooh, the Min- Nuggets. The Nuggets could be interesting. Minnesota. I mean, Minnesota's got the most cap space of any team. So they're gonna they're gonna make a splash, and Bradley Beal could be that splash. I think he would be a fantastic fit with this team, because it's just the way he plays the he the way he plays, great three and D player. Eh, he's working on the defense, solid three and D player. He could fit well. Um, the other team I think about for Bradley Beal is Miami because they got money. Really? Jimmy Butler sets up at the three. I don't want Bradley Beal. You don't. Why? He takes too many shots, and we okay. don't need that. I'm interested to see where Bradley Beal goes. He's not going to stay on Washington. He's he knows it's over. I think Kristaps Porzingis is going to be where they're try where they try and rebuild around him, build around <laughs> this, build around Tingus Pingus from Latavia. But the seven foot three star is exactly what they're planning on building around right now. And that's bad. That's a bad sign I, if they're going to well, build. That's what around. they're doing. I have a sneaky pick go for, for where it. you could go. How about Dallas? <laughs> Pair him with Luca. 
Oh, now you have Spencer Dinwiddie, Luca, and Jalen Brunson, and Bradley Beal. Well, right, but what? Yeah. Bradley Beal's playing power forward, kids. <laughs> what other big team is he gonna want to go to? I don't think Bradley Beal. No. I don't think Bradley Beal fits in Dallas. Phoenix, no. Golden State, no. Dinwiddie didn't go to Dallas for them to pick up Bradley Beal and to him sit on the bench again. Dude, uh, that's what I'm saying. Come on, like think about it. Like Dinwiddie, Brunson, and Luca—they already have the yeah, guards. They, they don't need another. I'm need sorry, a, I'm, I'm against need, you on this one. I, gonna, this free agency, they're focused on bigs. I don't think. A hundred percent. Okay, I but this but, is a big. Okay. They're going for big men. All I'm saying is, where does Beal go then? Because Phoenix, I gave you, you have, options. Phoenix, you have Devin Booker. No, Memphis. No, no. I, I don't think he goes to Memphis. Golden State, obviously not. Minnesota. I, I said it already. Okay. Minnesota, Miami. Both but good fits. You go to Denver. You, Utah, go to Denver. Utah, if they still have Donovan Mitchell, Utah, no. Donovan Mitchell will play the point guard. Look at Bulls are winning at all. Thank you, Ishmael. <laughs> Welcome. And then in the East, not the Celtics. Probably no. not the Bucks. Honestly, he could go to the yeah, Nets. Yeah, yeah. Imagine he goes to the Nets. <laughs> no, I would hate All respect ladies, gone. They're going to take him. You're what? Are you a Lakers fan now? No, the, uh, bro. The Lakers have no money, and they like people above thirty. Right. Is he over thirty? How about the Raptors? Oh, it's, it's probably close. Uh, Beal to the Raptors? I don't. No, I don't Gary see Trent. It. Gary. Oh, yeah. Gary um, Trent. Keep going on that list. We can go through ten. Oh, yeah. We can go I, through I ten. We had that list. Yeah. Um. DeAndre Ayton stays. Stays. Miles Bridges stays. Miles or Mikhail? Miles. I think he's Miles. I think stays. there's a good connection with Lamelo and Miles. Dude, that, I don't think he's gonna dip. He's definitely happy in Charlotte. Jalen Brunson probably stay. I don't know about that. Nah, I'm traded. Thank you, Ishmael. Nah, I think Jalen Brunson is in a situation where he could definitely leave because he might have an opportunity to make a lot of money with the way he's playing this postseason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll but, see. He's a to, he's a he's a la, la, la. he's a to be determined. I think. The thing is, Jalen Brunson like too like. He plays good in the regular season. Like this year, third season, he averaged sixteen and five, on fifty percent field goal and thirty-seven and a half three. Nobody was really paying attention to his game though until he started balling out. In the I playoffs. mean, no one pays attention to the Mavericks. Why would you? Yeah. Um, who else sounds on that list there? Anthony Simons. No one cares. <laughs> yeah, after this, it starts to get like like Nurkic. This is, a, this is not a good draft. This draft West, class. This is not Ru- a good free agency. Russell class, Westbrook, out of the league. No, I'm kidding. But Russell Westbrook will not be on Los Angeles. Yeah, he'll be. But I think wherever he goes, I he's think gonna it go to the matter. Warriors. <laughs> I think no, wherever. I'm with him. I'm with, I'm with Ishmael. I don't think they're gonna. He's take gonna him. try to ring chase, and all the teams are just gonna be like, "Nah, we're good." I'm gonna tell you right now, Russell Westbrook's gonna go somewhere that's not good. He's gonna go somewhere where he can control the team. It's what he did with Washington. Look he's at what he did gonna... in Washington. Yeah. It's what he's gonna. In that he actually played well. This is what he's gonna do. He's not gonna be the third fiddle. He's not gonna be the second fiddle. He's gonna be the fiddle. He wants to be the one running the entire offense. He wants to be the leader of the team, and he wants to be the uncontested star. So where can he and go? And that won't happen. It won't happen, but that's what he wants to do. <laughs> it's the way Russ plays. He can I'll, go give to you, the, I'll give you an interesting team. Magic. That's the, not it. The Pistons. Um, my interesting team in this conversation is... No, Atlanta that makes no sense. Uh, that, that, uh, I'm thinking out loud. San Antonio. No, they don't. Dude, Pop is not yeah, Pop taking would, that yeah. guy. Ishmael says yes. Yeah, I agree. With who? Yep. Whatever you just said. Thank you. Um, who else just missed the playoffs in the West? He ain't going Kobe back White. to Houston. Um, Let's get on the topic of Kobe White. Do we like Kobe White? We Ooh, already discussed Kobe the White. The Clippers? 
No. West, no. Westbrook, Kawhi, God. Paul George. Honestly, that's not a terrible. Like I, I wouldn't does want. Kawhi and Paul, does Kawhi want him there? I don't think so. No, and he doesn't. I already talked to him about it. Thank you, Ishmael. This has been a great addition he, he, to the podcast. He, he's a big time reporter over I know. there. You know, he's the Adrian Wojnarowski of Wheeling High School, and uh, we greatly appreciate his additions. So, all right, we have crossed the 30-minute mark, so I'm going to cut this here. Greatly appreciate you guys tuning into the podcast, and we will see you next time. Peace. Peace.